Welcome to the School of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sheila, and my mission is to ensure each and every child is able to share their unique gifts and abilities with the world. This show provides weekly talks that empower and inspire parents, families, and caregivers to help their children to be successful in school. I believe that all the adults in our children's lives can make important contributions to their learning and future success, and this show will offer proven tips, strategies, and resources to help the children in your care experience extraordinary achievement. I'm a former principal, assistant principal, and teacher, and I've helped hundreds of adults over 26 years to help their children achieve success. And I can help you too. So let's get started. Hello everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the School of Success with Dr. Sheila. I wanna thank all of you who have listened and provided such positive comments on my first podcast. I am truly grateful for your time and your consideration. And I hope I'm able to provide some wisdom and insight moving forward that you find practical and easy to implement. In our last episode, we started by talking about creating the conditions that will help your children to be successful. Whether you're parents, grandparents, or caregivers, you are important in the lives of the children that you care for. And while I recognize everyone's circumstances are different, and every family is different, the information that I share with you is meant to be flexible enough to be adapted to meet your unique needs. So please, experiment with the information that I share and adapt it in a way that works best for you. Also in the last episode, we talked about creating the conditions for a supportive learning environment at home by talking about the importance of helping our kids feel safe, both physically and emotionally. Because if they don't feel safe, they have a much harder time learning. We also talked about the power of encouraging our children with the phrase, you can do it. In today's episode, we'll be talking more about the importance of your role as a parent or caregiver to provide support to your child in order to continue to learn and stay engaged while they're at home. Now, this can be done by providing both emotional support and learning support. To understand the difference between the two, it may be helpful to think about trying to teach someone how to ride a bicycle. One part involves helping whoever you're teaching understand the mechanics of putting your feet on the pedals, putting your hands on the handlebars, gaining momentum, all of that technical stuff. That's learning support. That's the how to ride a bike. But being there to catch someone if they fall, providing words of encouragement like, hey, you can do it. And to help them try again, well, that's the emotional support. Both of these are happen together. Both of these are important. 
And so when we're talking about these two things, well, I may talk about them separately, kind of keep in mind that oftentimes they happen simultaneously. So I'd like today to focus on providing strategies that will help you to develop your child's critical thinking skills and help to develop their ability to persevere and overcome obstacles. This will require both emotional support and learning support from you. So let's start off with a powerful but simple strategy that you can use regardless of the age of your children. And if used consistently, you can help your child to develop their critical thinking skills that can be used throughout not only their school years, but in life. It's a simple question. And that simple question is, how do you know? That's it. The question is, how do you know? By asking your child to explain to you how they figured out the answer to any question or how they understand what a character is feeling in a book or how they came to a conclusion about a science experiment. It doesn't matter. It, it, it works in any situation. But the idea is that by asking that question, you are helping your children to develop their critical thinking skills because as you ask, how do you know, whether it's to a preschooler or an elementary student or a high schooler, it allows your child the opportunity to share their thinking with you. Plus, it helps you to understand what they're, obviously what they're thinking, but it helps you to ask even more questions if needed. It's, and as an aside, this is critical. So if you're multitasking, come back to me for a second here. It is crucial that if you get an I don't know answer, that you do not accept that. This is a time to follow up with something like, well, if you did know, what might that answer be? Or you could follow it up with, well, okay, how could we figure that out? Because this could also be a time where you can build on what your child already knows. Because you could ask them, okay, what part of this do you already know something about? And by asking questions and helping them to think through the process, that's developing their critical thinking skills. could be an opportunity also to teach your child about how important it is to ask for help. And it might be an opportunity for the two of you to learn more together. 
maybe suggesting reaching out to friends or other parents or looking together for online resources. This could also be a great time to help your children learn how to advocate for themselves with their teachers. Figuring out, okay, what's the question that I need to ask when I talk to my teacher the next time? So these are all benefits of simply asking, how do you know? And this extends beyond schoolwork. So if you can help your child learn how to stop and ask this question for themselves, you are helping them with a critical life skill. As a former middle school teacher and middle school principal, I can tell you that I spent hours in my career asking students, how do you know that rumor is true? Or how do you know that other students said that mean thing about you? How do you know whatever the situation is? And so often, especially with drama between students, and now it's even worse with cell phones and text messages, Asking how do you know that they said that or how do you know something is true and trying to get to the bottom of the answer and invariably somebody lied along the way. And when they find out that they were lied to, they, they're shocked. They, they can't believe it. And then usually we could work through all the emotional stuff, but just getting them to stop for a second and just simply ask the question, how do you know? How do you know that that's true? That was a huge learning moment. And so please don't underestimate the power of this critical thinking skill. Learning how to learn is important and parents and caregivers can have a significant impact on the thinking and learning skills that our children need. It's unavoidable as we live our lives that we're going to run into obstacles and setbacks. And Jack Canfield, the author of um, the Chicken Soup for the Soul books, he's also authored a Success Principles book. And he advises us that how we think about and respond to these unavoidable obstacles will have an impact on the outcome. And he has a simple formula that can actually help all of us. It's a good reminder for all of us to control our responses. Because if we can control our response to any given event, the outcome is going to change. So the simple formula is E plus R equals O. So what that means is E, event, whatever the event, whatever the obstacle, plus R is our response equals the outcome. So no matter what the event, there's a way to respond that will ensure a more desirable outcome. And this formula is important for us to teach and to model for our children. Because by doing this, we're providing both emotional 
and learning support because we're helping them to learn that they can choose how to respond to any event. So for instance, frustration is a common emotional response for children, but we can help them learn how to deal with that emotion by teaching them how to take a break, what that looks like for each child is different, and you know your your children, you know how they respond to frustration. Maybe they need to learn how to take a walk, or maybe they need to just take a break and go outside and get some fresh air, or maybe they need to just do something else like draw a picture, or maybe they just need to sit and maybe they just need some hugs for a while. But the idea is that frustration is going to come, helping them learn how to respond to that frustration differently. In most cases, instead of having tears and tantrums, helping them learn how to calm down and then come back to the problem and start again and help them learn how to work through the problem and look at it and talk through it. And this is a good time to remind your child that you know that they can do it. And if they say, no, I can't, here's a response that you might try. And this is the word yet. You may not feel you can do it yet, but I know you can do it. So let's talk through it. These skills are important for all of us to have. And the earlier we can help our children to develop these skills, the better. Not just for learning in school, but for life. And in order for all of us to help our students become effective learners who can manage and navigate a wide range of new learning challenges, we have to help them learn how to respond and overcome frustration and the obstacles that are just a natural part of learning. So I'd like to give you an example. Thomas Edison, the famous inventor of the light bulb and many other things, is well known for his perseverance. He overcame a number of childhood obstacles like hearing loss is one, and his teacher, who labeled him addled, which is just, you know, another word for, I, I don't think he's very smart. So his mom ended up homeschooling him. And while I don't have any evidence f- for this firsthand, uh, it seems to me that his mother must have been someone who encouraged him to always keep trying and to not let obstacles be an excuse to give up. And this perseverance is shown in his words to a discouraged co-worker after a series of failed experiments. We have this quote that he said to his discouraged co-worker, you know, we haven't failed. We know now a thousand things that won't work. So we're that much closer to finding what will.
So by helping our children learn how to not use an obstacle as an excuse to give up, and in this case, oftentimes it's just feeling frustrated about whether they can do something or not, if we can help them not use an obstacle as an excuse, we're helping them to learn how to persevere and to keep trying. And often, people who learn how to persevere and overcome obstacles have found new ways to look at and solve problems. Often they think creatively, a skill that makes them successful in other areas of their lives. So for instance, here's an example of uh, some imaginative thinking from a young elementary school student who is using some real, real world knowledge to answer a simple subtraction question. So the question is, there are 15 birds in a big pine tree. Two birds were caught by a naughty boy. How many birds were left? And the response from this young one is zero. And the adult says, zero? How do you know that? And the response is, because when the two birds were caught, all the other birds were so scared, they flew away. How's that for some great creative thinking? So let's review a little bit about what we've talked about today. I shared that a powerful phrase to experiment with that can help your children develop their critical thinking skills is a phrase, how do you know? In the days to come, try to listen for opportunities to ask this small but mighty question. By doing this, your child can demonstrate their thinking to you, and then you can ask follow-up questions to dig deeper. And again, don't worry about what kinds of questions to ask. A simple, tell me more will work. The idea is to get your child talking and explaining. Even if the answer isn't correct, complement their thinking efforts with specific praise. I really liked how you kept working at that problem. Something like that. Because the reality is, kids don't want to be seen as wrong at home. In front of their parents, they don't like that. And trying to get them to explain their thinking. And then when they do, when you compliment their efforts and you pray specifically that they have worked hard to overcome a frustration and an obstacle, that means a lot. So please be sure to praise their efforts and specifically their perseverance if they have overcome an obstacle to figure something out. And we also talked about the importance of just doing just that. When you can help your children learn how to deal effectively with the obstacles that inevitably come up in learning and in life, 
you are helping develop a tremendous, not only learning skill, but life skill. And we talked about a simple success formula from Jack Canfield, E plus R equals O. Event plus response equals outcome. That formula can help all of us, both children and adults. We can control our response to any event. And the more positive our responses are, the better our outcomes. So as we help our children learn how to have more positive responses to the challenges that come up in learning and in life, we are teaching them how to persevere and not give up. In our next episode, we're going to spend some time on how you can help your child be actively engaged and motivated in their learning. I hope you'll join me. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the School of Success podcast. I hope what you heard today was helpful and informative. If so, share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for me, you can reach me directly at schoolofsuccesspodcast.com. Thanks for listening.